It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Monday, April 12, 2021. I'm Erin Fulton with Raven News. The Sitka School District is planning a return to full-time in-person learning next year. If it goes as hoped, it will be the first time Sitka students have had a normal school day since spring break of 2020. KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports. Interim Superintendent John Holst told the Sitka School Board that the administration was already preparing for the fall. We're planning on having school next year just as we always have had. Full days, every day of the week, a regular calendar. If that happens, it will be the first time normal classes have been held in Sitka since March of 2020, when schools were dismissed for spring break and never reopened by the order of the governor. But normal is relative. Holst added that mitigation measures would remain in place, most importantly masks. However, social distancing would be reduced to three feet rather than six feet based on updated CDC guidelines for schools. Holst mentioned that at least a couple of classrooms, one at Blatchley and one at Sitka High, will have over 30 students. He said that the building principals were going to try to beat the rush to order additional protective supplies. We're looking at all kinds of dividers, plexiglass stuff, and those sorts of things. And and, uh, I am sure Sandra and uh, Ben will be able to figure that out. Sandra Lundvik and Ben White are the principals of Sitka High and Blatchley Middle School, respectively. How many students will populate other classes remains a bit of an unknown. The district's census plummeted by over 100 students since the beginning of the pandemic, although around 60 or 70 of those may have been enrolled in the district's REACH homeschool. Holst was optimistic that between the proposed construction of a new Mount Edgecombe medical campus and the home porting of a new Coast Guard cutter, the district could see a rebound in student numbers. Also, compared to some places in the country, Sitka was looking more attractive all the time. You all watch the news like I do. There's so many miserable things going on around the country. People are looking for places like this to live. And it wouldn't surprise me over time that our population didn't just grow because we're a safe place. The schools were operating all year. I mean, all the things that, that we talk about that have gone right this year have gone wrong in a lot of other places. Holst encouraged the board to begin a conversation about how to fund community schools, student activities, travel, and the Blatchley Pool next year. With over $1 million in CARES Act relief likely coming to the district, he cautioned against the temptation of using temporary money to pay for permanent programs. Be careful how you spend that money, Holst advised. Nevertheless, how the school board resolves that problem long-term likely won't trouble Holst. His interim contract is over at the end of June. School board Vice President Eric Van Seis said that he had recently greeted Sitka's new school superintendent, Frank Hauser, and his wife, Tricia, at the airport. Although Hauser won't officially start until July 1st, Van Seis suggested holding a work session in the near future to familiarize Hauser with the district. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey. Alaska Crossings, a major employer in Wrangell, is looking to move some or all of its operations to Sitka. That's according to permit filings obtained through the Freedom of Information Act. And as KSTK's Sage Smiley reports, that leaves business owners concerned about the loss of the wilderness-based behavioral health program that's been anchored to Wrangell for more than 20 years. 
Alaska Crossings is known around town as just crossings. It's a program for at-risk teens that takes them on guided wilderness expeditions around central southeast Alaska. For weeks at a time, small groups of kids and guides hike, paddle, and camp to build confidence and learn real-life skills. That program has been based out of Wrangell since it was founded 20 years ago. In 2017, it was taken over by Southeast Alaska Regional Health Consortium, the tribal health organization that also owns the town's hospital. Search, as it's known, is based in Sitka. Dr. Elliot Brohl, a senior executive, told KSDK during a February visit to town that there's been no decision as to whether crossings will leave. I don't think that I don't think that that's uh, something that is determined or, or a decision that's been made and I, I think everything that we're doing right now uh, I think very strongly demonstrates our commitment to the community. But records obtained by KSTK under the Freedom of Information Act show Alaska Crossings has filed an application with the U.S. Forest Service to run about a fifth of its operations out of the Sitka Ranger District as early as this year. The same document outlines the program's exploratory plan to move the entire operation to Sitka in 2022. It's something that's been talked about, at least informally, for months now. Wrangell is a small, close-knit town, and the loss of the seasonal guides and groups of kids would be immediately felt, says Jake Hale. He manages one of the island's two supermarkets, which has large accounts with the program. They are actually a very large, important part of our business in the summer. Um, and uh, if they were to move, that would have a serious impact on us. Of course, there are other accounts and customers, but crossings is something the grocery store has come to count on during the summer. I call them one of our golden childs because they always pay their bill, they're consistent, and it always hurts if you end up losing a customer like that. Wrangell's tribe, the Wrangell Cooperative Association, has spoken out against a possible move, citing economic loss as well as its long-standing relationships with the Immersive Wilderness Program for at-risk youth. To be clear, Alaska Crossings has not publicly announced plans to move any of its wilderness expeditions to Sitka for the coming season. The Alaska Crossings office hasn't answered questions, and the Forest Service told KSDK this month it hasn't begun to analyze Search's permit application for the Sitka Ranger District. Brule, speaking last February, says the Sitka-based health organization is looking at its options. He noted it already runs Ravensway, a 12-bed treatment center that also uses wilderness-based therapy for young people out of Sitka. The vast majority of crossings activity is going to be in Wrangell. We have other adolescent service programs um, at search um, in Sitka, and uh, we're interested in seeing what's the possibility of uh, doing crossings-type behavioral uh, service delivery in Sitka. Um, I don't know if it's going to be possible, but we're going to be exploring that this summer. He says that there are no set plans for a move. And I think, um, uh, uh, unfortunately, I I suppose some people feel um, uh, threatened by that exploration, but really um, nothing has changed in terms of our commitment to um, our patients and to having the crossings program this summer. But Search has also not ruled out a move in the future. An examination of Forest Service documents obtained through records requests point to uncertainty about its plans. Earlier last year, Crossing submitted proposals to the Forest Service for a semi-permanent base camp in the Wrangell Ranger District, large enough to accommodate two dozen people at a time. 
Also, last year, crossings received authorization for running expeditions in the Petersburg Ranger District over the next decade. These documents would seem to point to a more permanent plan for the crossings program in Wrangell. Search representatives have not addressed questions about these activities, but what's clear is the tribal health organization is keeping its options open. Forest Service internal emails from last December also showed the crossings program had requested authorizations to run three expeditions in Sitka, and had indicated to the agency that the program could move entirely to Sitka as early as 2022. That's despite public statements that downplay the possibility. Crossing's formal proposal for guiding in the Sitka Ranger District was filed five days later. With the status of permits for crossings to operate in the Sitka area still up in the air, the program appears to be simultaneously trying to plan for two futures, one in Wrangell, one in Sitka. That uncertainty isn't a comfortable place to be for the Wrangell merchants who have traditionally outfitted the 50-odd guides that come to town each season. Recent equipment lists for crossings field guides recommend, for example, purchasing extra-tough boots and other gear locally. Brian Audison owns a local hardware store that bears his family's name. The tarps and other outdoor equipment crossings purchases help his business, he says, but he's also more broadly concerned about what could happen in town if the program pulled out. I mean, it's it's just that many more jobs that are going to walk off, basically. After a year lull because of the pandemic, the 2021 season is set to start next week. Crossing's office confirmed that between 40 and 50 guides will be living and working out of Wrangell for the season, which runs through the fall. In Wrangell, I'm Sage Smiley. Federal managers are warning that there may not be enough sockeye salmon to allow a full season of subsistence fishing on the Stikeen River. That could lead to a premature closing of an important source of food in the Wrangell area. Federal fisheries biologist Rob Cross manages the districts near Petersburg and Wrangell. He says the U.S. Forest Service doesn't take these decisions lightly. Our goal certainly isn't to close the subsistence fishery. Um, this year we have a below average preseason forecast for sockeye. Um, so basically we just want to give harvesters a heads up and, and let them make an informed decision about where they're going to focus their efforts this year. The preseason forecast for Stikeen sockeye is 56,000 fish. That's less than half of the 10-year average. And that means projected low escapement, which is required for spawning fish to lay eggs for the next generation. Cross says it's a balancing act. Our, our primary goal is to maximize subsistence opportunity for these communities um, because they really depend on, on the Stikine fishery. Um, but at the same time, we need to make sure that there's a, a healthy stock for fish as well. So, um, yeah, basically just letting people know that there's a possibility of a closure throughout the season. A possibility, but it's not guaranteed. The Forest Service says it will be working with Wrangell's tribe, the Wrangell Cooperative Association, to conduct harvest surveys throughout the summer. This isn't the first time in recent years that a low preseason forecast has led the Forest Service to warn subsistence fishermen of a possible closure for sockeye harvest. In 2019, Wrangell District Ranger Clint Kullerich closed the subsistence sockeye fishery nine days before the set close date because of low escapement. I'm Erin Fulton, and this has been Raven News.